Hello fellow adventurers and welcome back to the Nerd Lab, where we transform our gaming passion into incredible game designs and learn how to nerd like a boss. My name is Marvin and I am an ambitious game designer on my quest to develop a cooperative fantasy card game. For this podcast, my vision is to take you with me on this exciting journey. Together we will explore the secrets of different game mechanics and read the next level as a game designer. In today's episode, I'd like to talk about a topic I already published a podcast episode about not too long ago. The basic topic is about keywords in strategy card games. In episode 40 of this podcast, I talked in detail about why I think keywords are very important for the basic structure of a card game. And I also um, yeah, mentioned some keywords that in the past of um, very um, popular games might have been a mistake, for example. So if you didn't listen to that episode and are interested in that topic, I would recommend to um, yeah, to listen to that episode, maybe even before you finish this podcast episode here. Um, because I, today I want to talk a little bit about a new um, development in that area. So in the past, most strategy card games um, used keywords as printed text on the cards directly. But in the new Magic set, um, Ikoria, Lair of Behemoth, a new concept has been introduced. And that concept is about keywords in form of counters, which can be placed um, afterwards on the cards um, during the game. And I know both keywords and counters are basically nothing new and super fancy or highly innovative. Um, they um, are around in card and board games for a very long time. But the combination creates an interesting new design space. Um, and that's what I want to take a closer look at um, today. Um, and I want to learn why the magic designers have introduced this new concept. And um, yeah, I want also to, um, to learn whether it makes sense to use it in my own designs um, in the future as well. But before we um, yeah, look at the new concept which uses keywords as uh, kind of tokens and counters um, let me first recap what keywords um, in games actually are for me a keyword is um, a word or even a set of words that acts as a substitute for um, a longer rules text um, and that word explains what the card actually does um, they are typically bolded words that have a special meaning in the context of the game um, and they are printed on the cards um, very prominently so that everyone can see them easily. Um, and one of the most um, yeah, often used keywords um, is the keyword flying from Magic the Gathering. Um, it is printed on the card only with the word flying. But um, what, it is, what it stands for is, um, or what it actually means, um, is a longer rules text. And that rules text says, this creature can't be blocked except by creatures with flying and or reach. Um, but on most cards, you will only really only find the word flying. Um, and the goal is that players remember the rules text and text and associate it with the with the keyword. And um, yeah, why do we use keywords? We use them um, for various reasons in card games um, because they take up less space. Um, on cards, something that is very important for the designer. So you have more space on the card for um, for um, other um, abilities that might not be um, keywords. They make make the card actually look much simpler and um, increase also the elegance of the card. 
Um, they make it also easier to um, to learn newer cards. Um, while it might be a little bit more difficult to for newer players to learn um, the cards in the beginning because they might have to look up what flying actually means in the rules reference book or so, um, it makes it much easier to learn newer cards. So because you only have to read one word and if you know what flying means, um, you know immediately what the card, card does and do not have to read an entire sen sentence or so. Um, and that's also the same reason why keywords make it easier to um, to see the cards that act in the same way. That helps then um, the designers to reference those cards. Um, you can, for example, create cards that uh, care about other creatures with the keyword flying. Um, and it creates the keywords create some kind of um, shared vocabulary between the players. Um, if you are interested in... Um, all of those different tasks um, you can go back and listen to the um, episode 40 of this podcast um, where I talk about each of them in, in detail and um, yeah, when do we use keywords typically we use them um, if we have recurring effects um, like flying for example it is not an effect that is used on one card it is used on many different cards um, and it can also be used to to add flavor for example um, let's say um, Uh, undead creatures or zombies, for example, can have the, the keyword um, death touch or so because they they kill um, their opponents with one uh, with one strike, uh, no matter how much damage they do, um, and that is very flavorful. So uh, keywords can also be um, used if you want to add flavor to to your card game, and they of course highlight certain uh, certain archetypes um, because they group them together as i just mentioned that uh, maybe in your game all the um, all the undead units have a uh, have death touch or so okay that was a yeah, quick recap of keywords and how they are used in card games and why they are used in card games um, and now let's take a quick look at um, counters as well before we yeah try to combine those counters um, have been used in magic not so much or very rarely um, there are some use cases but the main really the main use of counters is um, plus one plus one counters so counters that strengthen your um, your creatures there are some other counters like poison counters that um, help players to keep track of how many um, yeah poison counters they receive before they before they actually die when they when they accumulated 10 of them. But other than that, not so many counters, different counters have been used in Magic in the past. But then um, two or three years ago or something like that, um, the Magic set Among Cat um, came out and they first introduced their um, so-called punch board cards um, that um, yeah, came with some different um, tokens or um, counters um, that were printed on a, on a regular card and people were able to, to punch out those uh, different counters. And um, with, uh, with Among Cat, they um, introduced uh, two or three new counters. Um, one of them was uh, Embalmed, um, then we had Exerted, um, and also Minus One, Minus One counters. Um, and there were also some kind of uh, prick counters that yeah, were meant to simulate um, how the... Um, Egyptians uh, 
created their pyramids and um, yeah you your your quest was more or less to yeah to build uh, build up some kind of monument with um, with different brick counters and um, yeah they played around with these uh, punchboard cards and with uh, these different um, yeah counters and the counters were mainly used to 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 highlight a certain state of a of a creature or so um, it was either um, embalmed or not embalmed it, it was exerted or not exerted and um, it was uh, shown on the battlefield by having one of those counters or not and um, yeah it seems like the designers of magic they really liked the how this played out and decided that they wanted to um, use those punch board cards and um, those different types of counters yeah for other for other abilities as well and after playing around with this um, different counters they came to the conclusion that it might make sense to um, yeah to use already existing keywords um, as counters um, because it might be easier for players um, to handle uh, these counters if they um, mean something that they already know from the game At the end, the designers decided that they are using more or less the keywords that most players already know because they are yeah, the main and most used keywords of magic um, of all times, um, like flying, menace, reach, tremble, vigilance, um, yeah, lifelink, death touch, um, or first strike, these kind of keywords. But I'm pretty sure that they are only the first step um, and they were probably the low-hanging fruits for the game designers, but um, I'm pretty sure that they will make use of those um, different counter-based keywords in the future as well. But I w wanted to dig a little bit deeper and to find out what yeah, what is actually the difference of uh, yeah, having a keyword written on a card or having it on, um, on a counter that you can um, place on a card afterwards. And um, yeah, um, I found an article about that, um, and um, the magic designers really explained a bit what they what they um, yeah tried to achieve with it, and um, by also looking at some of the cards from the new uh, magic set, um, yeah, it is quite obvious what um, what different use cases uh, yeah arise with this uh, counters instead of keywords. The first use case that um, I have seen is that they um, allow for um, yeah modular creature designs. And what I mean by that, or modular enter the battlefield effects. And what I mean by that is that you can give players the choice of um, how they want um, a creature to enter the battlefield. For example, um, let's take um, a card that... Um, for example, has 2-2 uh, um, as power and power and toughness, and um, you can decide when you play it if you want it to um, to get a flying counter or a first strike counter on it. So um, for the players, this is an interesting choice that they have to make because they can use um, the creature uh, depending on the current board state um, that makes the creatures better. Um, because they are more versatile um, and um, yeah it gives also some design space to the um, to the designers um, because they have printed cards like 2-2 flying hundreds of times they have printed cards like 2-2 first strike hundreds of times but um, 
giving the players the, the choice between the two of them is something yeah something new and um they um yeah were able to to create these new cards because um this created a little bit of new design space for them the second use case um was meant to um to give spells um a little bit more staying power and um for example you could have a spell that give a temporary effect like plus three plus three to a creature um but they would leave something behind something like a tremble counter so the creature would um would still uh, have trample after the end of the round while the other effect was uh, w- would be only for one well, until the end of the turn for one turn if we look at the players again um they have to make another decision here as well as they are used to um because typically they play their combat trick for example that um increases the power and toughness of a creature um yeah on the creature that they want to save in battle but if a permanent um effect stays behind with like a first strike counter or a flying counter or a trample counter um that might make sense to um play that effect on another creature and so they have to take into account um not only the current situation um on the battlefield but also um more or less the long term um situation and um yeah that is shaking up a little bit how uh these kind of cards especially the combat tricks usually work and that is what the magic designers want to do want to achieve want to achieve with every new set and new ability that they create they want to shake uh things up um how players know the game for ages now um and i think by yeah adding these long term effects on temporary cards like instance um is a good way to do that another advantage of um these keyword counters is that they can create um cards that care about the keywords more easily For example, there is a um a cycle of cards that care about certain keywords. For example, there is a um a creature that uh, can be activated to put a plus one plus one counter on each creature with menace. And I mean in order to guarantee that there is another creature that uh, has menace, um it uh, comes with a counter um when you play that creature um that uh, allows you to put uh, one of one menace counter on one other creature when you play that so these they call these uh, these cycle uh, mentors because they care about that keyword um and that's actually yeah nice design because um they enable themselves but they still require some other creature for that and um also here we have a very interesting um decision because you somehow bond these two creatures because they work very very well together um and you only need one uh one creature to do so so there's um um it's like a little combo or a little synergy that you build um but you only need one card to build that synergy because um it doesn't really matter what the other card um what the other card really does it can be any other creature the mentors are yeah the enabler and the benefit both in one card and i really like that design the next way how yeah the magic designers used uh, the keyword counters is um, something that they actually did for quite some time now with plus 1 plus 1 and minus 1 minus 1 counters already um and that is um they wanted to um 
use these counters to mark whether a creature has been targeted of a certain effect. Um, and they have this done this in the past, for example, by, with monstrosity and adapt or so. And what these um, yeah, keywords actually meant was that you can only activate them once. So you could make a creature monstrous um, by activating um, an ability. And to show that it already activated that ability once, you put a plus one plus one counter on that creature. And that means it cannot be activated any longer. This monstrous effect cannot be activated as long as that plus one plus one counter is on that creature. Um, and that was the same, for example, was done with a minus one minus one counters for the abilities um, persist or undying. And um, undying, for example, um, meant that a creature, when it dies, um, would be returned to the battlefield, but with a minus one minus, minus one counter. And um, if it would die a second time, um, and a minus one minus one counter would still be on the creature, um, it would then die permanently, it would not be returned to the battlefield anymore. And yeah, they, they used the quite a bit of the design space of using plus one plus one and minus one minus one counters um, as these kind of markers whether or not an ability was activated and now with the yeah, keyword um, tokens um, or counters they um, can come back to these uh, to these um, marking approach uh, but use the keyword counters instead and they for example have um, have created a creature that uh, says whenever a creature you control without flying dies, return it to the battlefield um, under its owner's control with a flying counter on it. So it's pretty much the same like undying was in the past with a minus one minus one counter as, as a marker. Um, but now it is a flying counter as a marker. So they increased their design space quite a bit because they could repeat that with uh, all of the keyword counters that are available now. And um, yeah, that also gives them the chance to add a little bit more flavor to it um, because it's oftentimes it's easier to add flavor to these keywords like uh, tremble or flying. Um, they are more thematic than, yeah, oftentimes more thematic than a minus one or plus one plus one counter. Another advantage of the keyword counters is that you can use them as a designer as yeah, a very small and incremental effect. And um, typically in magic, they would not give um, or create a spell that grants a creature flying permanently without um, making this an enchantment that would stick on the, um, on the card itself. But oftentimes, um, yeah, this comes with a, with a cost because you have to create a sing one card um, for, um, for that effect to create a creature flying. And oftentimes this effect is too small. For example, flying is maybe okay, but um, giving a creature, for example, tremble or vigilance, this would be too less um, to justify an entire card for that. Um, and even by even by being a um, being an enchantment, this could um, yeah could even mean that the the opponents can really interact with it and destroy destroy it because there are a lot of uh, destroy target enchantment effects in the game. Um, but by having these um, new keyword counters, it is possible to yeah to add these little small incremental effects um, of granting a creature vigilance, for example, um, on other cards. 
to make them more interesting. And um, yeah, for example, they have a lot of cycles that um, grant these keyword counters. In addition to the uh, normal effect, I already mentioned the um, the combat tricks, but there are also others. For example, um, cards that you can cycle. That means you can cash them in. Instead of playing them, you can um, pay a certain amount of mana to um, to throw them away and to draw a card instead. And some of these cards now... Um, grant um, an additional bonus, an additional keyword counter, um, like flying or so, um, when you cycle them. So you throw them away, you draw a card, and get this little small incremental bonus effect um, of granting one of your creatures um, a keyword. And that is something that, um, yeah, gives them also a very nice tool. Um, if they see that maybe during the playtesting that one card is a little bit too... Um, too weak, for example, they can add these small incremental effects to make them a little bit, a little bit better, just a little bit. And um, this is something that um, I'm pretty sure that they will make heavy use of in the future. The main benefit, really, however, is um, that the keyword counters solve the memory issue problem of um, yeah, granting um, a keyword permanently. Because in the past, this was only possible by um, yeah. Um, writing it on a on an enchantment card, for example, or an equipment card, um, and attaching this card to to a creature. And with the new yeah, keyword counters, um, they um, now have the chance to give some of the cards an increasing amount of options. And I already mentioned that before. Um, but for example, there's also um, a planeswalker that can be used to. Um, to make beast creature tokens. And these beast creature tokens, um, typically they would enter the battlefield as a 3-3 um, beast creature, um, maybe with one keyword or so, um, because they need to print um, specific uh, token cards um, to for, for, for each of the um, tokens that can be created in, the, in this set. And um, yeah, it would be difficult or more expensive to create um, tokens for all the different keyword possibilities. But with the keyword tokens, they now um, have created a, a Planeswalker card that um, gives the player the choice. It also creates a 3-3 uh, um, beast creature, but um, the player has the choice to put um, either a Vigilance counter, a Reach counter, or a Trample counter on it. And um, yeah, that is just a little, a little change that allows them to... Um, um, to give more choices to the player and to um, play around with new designs because um, typically, as a player, you would not have the choice there. But of course, keyword counters not only come with uh, with benefits, they also come with uh, some costs. And um, that is mainly that you um, you have a little bit of bookkeeping that you need to, need to do. And um, putting counters on cards is something that um, I personally like quite a bit but um, if it is too much, it can easily feel like a shore, like a, like bookkeeping, um, and it can also um, let the table look quite busy and make it more difficult for people to um, yeah to understand the current um, game state. So far, I only played um, the new Magic set uh, digitally, and um, there, of course, this isn't a problem a problem at all, but. Um, for the physical version, I can see that this might be a little bit more problematic because you have to find the, the correct token. Um, and if, 
for example, counter. And if there are a lot of keywords um, available, I mean, they are limited in this in this set. Um, but magic has so many so many keywords, and if at some point in time all the keywords would be available as counters, this could be quite difficult to find um, the right counter for your situation that you need at that moment. And of course, um, you have the production costs because you um, you need to produce these counters, and um, I mean having this, them as uh, yeah these punch out cards is maybe one of the one of the cheaper ways. But um, yeah, it still costs a bit of money, and if you want to make it uh, even higher quality, um, you need to need to produce better counters, and they they, they cost you money. Um, however, I think um, they create quite a bit of nice um, design space. You could also um, create cards that steal certain counters from uh, from creatures or um, move counters from one creature to another creature, and um, all of this is not possible with um, yeah, with keywords that are written on the cards. And um, in Magic's past, we have seen so many game desi- uh, card designs with um, with uh, that work with plus one and minus one minus one counters. So many, and um, literally thousands of cards care about plus one and minus one minus one counters. And most of them would also work in uh, with with other kinds of counters. Um, that makes me quite excited what they are going to do um, in the future with the with this um, with this new keyword counters um, because currently they have only um, you know, gone for the low hanging fruit. I really like um, the idea of keyword counters because uh, there have always been players that really enjoy um, building their own their own monster and um, keyword uh, counters um, are a perfect tool to do to allow players to do that um, because um, you feel quite clever if you um, add the correct kind of counters on um, on creatures um, so that they are um, not just a tiny bit better but they they work very very good afterwards for example if you create a creature that combines um, first strike and death touch in magic um, that means that whenever it uh, attacks or blocks um, or is blocked um, it um, kills the creature before it, the other creature is allowed to attack it back um, except when it also has first strike. But um, there are very interesting combinations um, that players now can build by themselves. For ex- Another example would be that you can um, uh, have a creature that can deal one damage to another creature. And um, if you um, somehow um, add the um, death touch keyword counter on, on that creature, it would mean that it, um, it can kill. Um, other creatures only with one with that one damage, um, and so it um, allows players to um, yeah to build their own um, kind of um, super monsters, and that is something that um yeah that many players always like. Um, okay, that is actually everything that I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to yeah dive a little bit deeper in how and um, why they designed these uh, keyword counters because it I was quite surprised to see that after. Yeah, 25 years of magic um, without these keyword counters um, why they actually came to um, came to the game right now I hope you yeah, you learned a little bit from this episode today and um, maybe you're considering um, adding keyword counters to your game as well I know that they have been used um, yeah 
at least counters have been used massively in board games for a very long time. But the combination of um, keywords and counters is something that was quite new for me um, and I haven't seen so before in um, in strategy card games. And um, yeah, I found it interesting to, to take a little bit of a deeper look at them and um, learn what they can do for us as game designers. I hope you learned also a little bit and um, yeah, if you want to, to reach out, please do so. Um, check by on our Discord server. You can find the link in the, in the show notes. There are a lot of um, very interesting people over there, good game designers, very helpful people. If you want to playtest your game, if you want to promote your game um, or just um, yeah, want to, want to talk a little bit about the design challenge that you actually have or want to give a little bit of feedback to one of the podcast episodes, um, yeah, join our Discord server. The link is um, in the show notes as mentioned. And um, yeah, I would be very happy to, to learn a little bit more about you and the games you design. So that's it, what I wanted to mention today. And until next week, keep shooting for the moon and nerd like a boss. Goodbye.